Welcome to Heart, Hustle, and Humor, a show for dedicated, hardworking, fun entrepreneurs and business owners who want to build a business bigger than their own satisfaction. We all know heart got you started, hustle made it happen, and humor got you through it. This is the only place you can get inspired and motivated by my guests who are using the trifecta of heart, hustle, and humor in their business. It's time to dream higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Media Services. Kaleidoscope Media Services helps professionals scale their business by adding digital products for success. I'm your host, Dr. T. Welcome to another episode of Heart, Hustle, and Humor. I'm your host, Dr. T. And in studio today, I have Sarah Olay. She is with Identity Amplified. Sarah, this is, I'm so excited to have you because you have really made some transition and are going to, you understand what's going to happen in 2022 around this whole social media, Google, Facebook, all of the stuff that's going on. So welcome, uh, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. This is so much fun already. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we always have fun when we chat, don't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, I got to tell the listeners a little bit about you because you have had an amazing career and you are working with some clients that are extremely high profile. And, and really, folks, what, what Sarah does is she, is she has worked in the past with customer service, sales, public relations, and marketing. Her experience in all these different fields has really helped her create a very successful marketing agency that encompasses all those areas. She has been working with a variety of clients and they, she helps them ignite their careers as artists, authors, medical professionals, and way more because I happen to know some of her clients. <laughs> now, I, I, she's also worked with small, very small brands to very large brands. And she's executed creative marketing campaigns to capture and engage their audiences. She is also very passionate about building social media strategies and growing clients following. She loves collaborating with her team and clients to create engaging viral content. And that is why I have her in studio with me today. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about your business and, and what's, what's in store for 2022 for you and your business. Oh, I'm so excited, Dr. T. And just like you said, I have been someone who's really ahead of the curve in social media, paying attention to the trends, what's going viral, what's changing. And because I started with Facebook and running Facebook ads and doing a lot of organic content way back in like 2012, 2013, and the last four years I've owned and operated a social media marketing agency that really took the perspective of do it for you. Mm -hmm. And had a lot of fun doing that, ran hundreds of accounts, built a pretty significant and large team. And towards the end of the year, I had to make some really big business reflections. Uh -huh. And it also had to look at what was to come with social media. And one thing that I noticed that was going to happen very quickly was that the space was going to become more dedicated to creators. And what that meant was having someone manage your social media for you, especially an agency, could become more difficult if your face or your voice needs to be the brand and needs to be the face of your company. 
So I found it to be a little bit more challenging. If you're not already an influencer, not already a, a celebrity, how are you a small business and, and grow your online presence? So I quickly realized that I needed to pivot the company. And that's what a lot of business owners do. Um, that's the, the heart and the humor and all of it. <laughs> right. Um, so my heart was like, oh my gosh, you know, don't give up on your current business model. And the humor was like, okay, you're going to laugh yourself all the way to and from the bank and not with a smile. You'll be crying if you don't figure this out because social media is changing. Yeah. And so uh, I recently launched Identity Amplified. Actually, this is the first time ever really speaking about it on a public platform. Very excited about that. And it is really dedicated to teaching people how to create that viral content, how to stay on top of the trends, how to use their social media. So instead of the do it for you, it's more of the do it with you. And I want to say the do it to you, right? Because I'm like, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> but they're really the coaching and the showing of, of how to live in this very changing, very crazy space. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, you know, the last few years have been, have been tough for everybody. And, and I think, I, I think this is where, you know, I'm always telling people, relook at your business model. What is it? Sometimes, you know, we, we have it set in our heart because we're passionate about it. We want to do it. We've created it. But what you have to see is what's the bigger picture. And that's what you did when you shifted and went to, uh, and, and now you're working, you know, new, your, your new company identity amplified. And, mm -hmm. and I love that about you, but obviously you, you have this desire to help people yeah. be an influencer in the space. Yeah. Why, why is that so important to you? You know, there's a very fascinating, fascinating thing I learned about myself in social media. I actually strongly dislike social media. <laughs> I, I, I strongly dislike what it's done to people in the sense mm. that some people are, are highly addicted to it. Um, it is a big platform. There's a lot of data sharing that goes, goes on. So what I thought was, well, instead of completely ignore what we're doing, I want to bring people that should be on the platform that are going to speak mm. well for people. They're going to give facts. They're going to give data. They're going to be inspirational. They're yeah. going to have the same heart that I have to help and to serve people. Right. And so I right. said, well, instead of running from this thing, that's going to take over, let me help take over. Let me take a little slice of that and help build the brands of ones that I trust and people believe are really out to help people not build their own clout and their own name and their own face, but say, Hey, I'm building my brand to give for something. Right. And what am I social meeting to see the types of people I follow? It's typically people just like that. Yeah. Now you really are about knowing who your client, that, that client, who that special client is. And, and I think when you have a business and you know that client and it, it aligns with everything you stand for in your business, you attract more of those clients. Absolutely. And, and I'm sure I, I, when you're helping people with their social media, you're, you're sharing that philosophy with them. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's the best part about it is the win-win. And that's where my heart was involved in this big transformation, this big transition in my company, because what I had to look at was, wow, I was running the business more than I was able to be in the business. And I liked to do the strategy. I love to meet with the clients and help create the content. And when you're stuck doing stuff like HR and payroll, you don't get to really get into the nitty gritty. And that's what I right. 
loved. And so pivoting my business was putting me in a position to be able to get into the trenches with the clients and talk strategy, right? Mm -hmm. Teach them how to use the features, why we post certain pictures and why we avoid certain videos. And um, what are the language that we use that to inspire people and why you don't need a hundred hashtags on every post. So the fun things like that, and, you know, I'll tell you, I get off these coaching calls and people will text me or send me a DM just three days, four days after executing some of the tips that I've given them. And they're like, I cannot believe the difference. And I always get to tell them, like, this is just the beginning. That is such a great reward for me. Well, and, and I know, you know, over at, at Kaleidoscope Media Services, the, uh, you know, the company that sponsors this podcast, you, you have uh, coached several of our um uh, employees and they always walk away with like, wow, I had no idea. And, <laughs> and that's really who you are. You, you share, you're, you're a giver. You really are. And, and <laughs> I, I, I watch you light up when you get to talk about one of your clients or one of your other clients share that their successes. So, uh, that's, that's why we love working with you and, and hanging oh, out I with you. It. So, and that's and, why I love working with you. Yeah, well, you know, for, for the listeners, you know, she's my colleague and my friend. So this is, this is always fun to, to have these kinds of interviews. Um, but what, when you have a client um, that, you know, has a business, but they're not really, it's, it's not really something that, that is, uh, they feel it. They don't, it's, it's just sort of a tactical business. How do you, you know, politely say, look, you've got to do these kinds of things first before you can jump on the social media platforms. Dr. T, were you in some of my conversations yesterday? Oh, see, ah, Dr. T, I she's just, so smart. I just had this conversation yesterday. This amazing woman called me, great story, you know, has built a brand and she has a really big goal. And we're talking about the big goal and I wasn't seeing the purpose behind the goal. Mm. And I was, I was hearing the passion behind wanting to do things and take action, but I did, I was missing the, the connection between the goal and the passion. And so I started to talk to her about a pizza and saying, you know, we need the whole pie. We yeah. don't just need the crust or just need the sauce or even just one slice. It's a whole pie. And so when I find people with certain businesses, they're doing things kind of one way, but they have this goal and there's the, they're missing that connection. Yeah. That's when I get to dive in and ask them questions. So questions like, are you willing to do things out of your comfort mm -hmm. zone? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to invest money in things you haven't done before? You know, are you willing to dedicate 12 hours, you know, a week or a month or however long is needed to execute this type of stuff? Yeah. If they're willing to do that, then we can build out a really fun strategy and execute it. If they're in their place where it's like, is there another way to reach the goal? Then I might not be the right person because in marketing, and you know this, Dr. T, it's trial and error and testing and investing yep. and getting creative and having fun. And if they're a business that doesn't see the desire in getting out of their comfort zone and taking a little risk, it might be challenging. Yeah. And, and I know that, you know, we've had some folks that, you know, we've wanted to refer, but they just, they weren't ready to invest and yeah. when you are looking at this type of work, the social media, getting out there, you really have to invest not just the green dollars, right? right. But, right. but it's your time. It's creating those packages, creating those upsells. 
it, it mm-hmm. is. It's I love the I love the pizza because it really is all the slices have to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So so let's let's um let's talk about this transition that you know for the last few years businesses has gone up and down. People are you know vying for what's next. How do I survive in my business? And and I know you've been following a lot of the trends. And how are you seeing, you know, we, we hustled by going everywhere, right? We were out there, we were giving presentations, we were doing workshops, we were doing all of this stuff to get our face out there. Yeah. How are you seeing people transition now, leveraging technology, leveraging Zoom um, to really get their hustle on? Oh, it's been incredible. I mean, I wish I would have invested in, in Zoom before the pandemic, right? <laughs> right Nobody yeah. saw this coming. Yeah. Half the world didn't even know what Zoom was. <laughs> right. So, I mean, there's a, a perfect example is if you have a dream, stick to it because something might happen, <laughs> a world <laughs> event and your business blows up. You know, seeing people get on Zoom that have never used a computer before was so inspiring. And if we look at what we like, I always tell my customers and my clients, just reverse engineer it. How do you get sold? And then who is your clients? And then let's find out how we sell them. And it doesn't mean just selling a product. When, when you're selling something, you're really first, right? And so I talked about video. Hey, if you don't want to be in front of the camera, fine. Do you, do you mind doing an audio? And we can add some text or create a graphic for you or, or whatever, right? So right. it really has been... Being able to take that risk again, get, in, get out of your comfort zone and use technology in the way that feels most congruent with you. Mm-hmm. So for example, for me, I, I like ads. I like seeing ads for two reasons. One, I'm a shopper and I like to get sold and I appreciate good marketing, right? Because I'm in marketing. And two, I like to see the science of of it, right? What grabbed my attention when it did grab mm-hmm. my attention? Right? I look at kind of both ends of it. And so I have fun engineering that with our clients. And then the technology behind it is diving into TikTok and not feeling like you're too old to do it because you're not 13, right? Diving into Instagram reels because in reality, it's flooding Instagram feed and it's what people want. And there's a science behind it, which makes it even more fun to really get into. So for me, technology has been literally wiping off your camera screen and taking some selfies that were really lame four years ago. And have now have become so important because it's how we're communicating every day is through selfies and TikToks and whatever, you know? So technology for me has been reverse engineering, seeing what people are doing and then implementing, whether it be your Zoom meetings or your your email integrations or getting on TikTok or Instagram Reels. Well, and... (laughs) Yes, I know. I haven't been on TikTok yet. I just can't <laughs> quite do it. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, between uh, TikTok, Instagram, and um, uh, Clubhouse, all of those things have become extremely important. I, I think another aspect, though, and, and I know you've been kind of watching this trend, is building uh, e-learning courses, communities, and membership sites. And how are you? How are you seeing this whole social media, public relations, and communities sort of coming together? Oh, that's so beautiful because before social media influencers and reels and TikToks, there were the, there there were these community groups, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it was in person community groups or online community groups. I remember when it meant the world to subscribe to someone's newsletter because you knew you were taking the time to actually read their blog, right? right. Now it's like, <laughs> Right. 
So there was that community feeling and that's coming back around because when you grow a large following, why not monetize it? And you monetize it through e-learning, through communities, through your, your Facebook groups or your private groups. That's how you monetize it. So when I talk to influencers now, I have an influencer came to me with 33,000 followers in August. He's now almost at 90,000. And since then, he's picked up six clients. He's releasing a, a fitness program. We just shot all these videos for it. But at 33,000 followers, it's a lot of followers, especially when you've got a high engagement rate like he was having. I mean, yeah. 56% engagement rate no way to monetize it. Mm. So that's when it's like, well, what can we sell them? What are they coming? Where, what are they coming for? What do you have? How do we monetize it? I don't care if it's a $7 pamphlet, sell that $77 pamphlet, right? Right. And then you build your community. So all the time I have conversations, whether it's micro influencers with 3000 followers to 30,000 followers, macro influencers, the celebrity influencers, That's the conversation I'm having with them. Who cares if you have a million followers, if you can't get them to buy a product or invest in you or join your community, even if it's a free community, there are ways to leverage. If you have 10,000 people in your newsletter, you partner with a brand that will pay you to get in front of them and your Mm -hmm. clients don't pay anything. There are so many ways to monetize the platform. And I find that they're not, not a lot of people are thinking about it. And then there are really good a group of people that are coming up with that and doing it. And, and Dr. T, that's part of my new business model, yeah. group coaching, memberships, um, you know, access to information and resources that I've created and charge for it. So I think yeah. the community is, is where it's going. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, you know, when you're talking about how we used to hustle, right, it was this, it was this one-on-one and it, it, you can't do the one-on-one anymore. You, you have to be able to get the information out to a broader uh, group of people. And, and it's also affordability. You, yeah. can, you can bring people into your community to get a lot of information for a very low cost where other people are, are you know, paying more. It just, it just depends. And, and yeah. I, think, I think this is where I want people to start shifting in their mindset because we got used to over the last few years for me, spending time with my family or, you know, having working really, really hard, but then having the evening where I got to sit down and have dinner with friends or, you know, by the way, it was some of them were virtual friends. Like, you know, we (laughs) ate dinner together virtually, but, but still it was the moment. And I, and I think people are trying to grapple with how do I go back full hundred percent out there versus versus staying in and still getting my work done, creating something new. And this is why I love the shift in the way we're going to hustle. And, you know, I, I've started to say, uh, we take the, the hustle and hassle out by helping create e-learning courses, right? And communities. It's, it, that's what it is. I love it. And, and everyone needs to look at it. I, I don't care if you're the mom that has the five PTA members, mm. create a group, yep. nurture that group. Um, if you're a stay at home mom and you've just launched your earring business and your handcrafting, create a community of other people that sell things and you guys can co-collaborate and, yeah. and promote each other's, yeah. you know, jewelry. I think everyone should be thinking community. And I do believe that that's where we're going, even as an, as a nation is community yes. based. I, I agree with you because people want to engage in a more meaningful way. And yeah. that's what community allows us to do is engage in a more meaningful way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, <laughs> so this new year that we just started, uh, I'm not a proponent of setting up all your New Year's resolution. We had already made our, our strategic plan and personal plans, you know, in November of last year. So we knew what we were doing in January. I didn't want to wait until January 1st and say, hey, what are we doing? Um, but, but, you know, as you, as you move in, what are you doing uh, to help keep you on track of, of your goals and where you're going for this year? One of the biggest shifts that I made in the last half of last year was investing in coaching and mentorship mm -hmm. and really taking on the wisdom from people who've done it. Yeah. I spent so many years trying to figure it out, not asking for help, saying I can do it better mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, having yeah. some pride in that for sure. And then you hit this place where you realize, you know, you're not, I'm not as profitable as I could be or at all. I'm not making the right decisions that keep me happy and healthy in my business and my personal life, which I believe those two are so connected. So for me in, in 2022, it's about executing and putting action behind the wisdom that I've gained in, previous, in the previous year and continuing to invest yeah. in myself by investing in coaching and businesses and tools and resources that are going to help me both mindset, health, I always tell people I have all, I have a coach for every area of my life, spiritual, my pastor, my, got my, my physical trainer in my gym. I've got my business coach. I've got a group of mentors in a, in a kind of a masterclass environment. And I keep myself fed around people who are achieving their goals. I, I love that. I keep myself fed by surrounding myself with people to help me achieve my goals. Yeah. That, that is um, and, and, and by the way, to the listeners, she's, this is, she's not making this up because no. <laughs> I've heard her many times in different arenas, absolutely say using professionals to help scale your business will significantly change you as a person. So I love that. I, I got such a visual when you said that, like you're in the middle yeah, and you mean, got all these people supporting it's like you. It's a little halo and all my <laughs> halo is filled with these amazing people that I can pull from, you know? Yeah. And, and I just, I just created a reel for my business coach actually, because I do a lot of her social stuff. And, and she said, in, people won't invest in you until you're investing in yourself. And there yeah. is this true yeah. belief that I have that when we're investing in ourselves and we're investing in our business, people can tell that. And there's something about that that says, I want to invest in you because yeah. there's that, like, I'm going to hop on the moving train, right? Why hop on a train that hasn't started even going yet? <laughs> right. Well, I always say, if, if you're the smartest person in the room, get out of that room. You're in the wrong room. You're in the wrong room, right? <laughs> Dr. T, what's sad is that I was in rooms where I thought I was the smartest person in the room or I was in the room and I, and I was the person giving a lot of information. I'm yeah. like, where's my take? Right. And then when I'm in the rooms with people that I should be taking from like a sponge, I'm battling with my own idea and then their idea. And my business coach also, also talks about, and it doesn't need to be, or it doesn't yes. need to be my plan or their plan. It's my plan and their plan. And, so and I, collectively you, you create these new plans that are way, way better than uh, anything we can do sitting in our office chair staring at a blank wall or staring at our computer, researching everything, just a quick, I, I know for me, I've, I've had these ideas and I've picked up the phone. I've called one of my circle of folks. I call my circle of influence, right. That are, that I have access to, which you're one of them. And I just pick up the phone and say, Hey, I got this idea. 
60 seconds. What do you think? Boom. It significantly changes within two minutes or three minutes. It's so much different, right? Just talking out ideas helps you to see where there's some road bumps or where there's some opportunity. So really just having a soundboard and someone who you can trust with your ideas and you know is not going to tell you everything is amazing. Like I don't call my mom with every idea. Actually, my mom, I can call for every idea. My dad will be, you're a genius. And I'm like, that was terrible. <laughs> that thinks I'm a sensei. And my mom is like my, my biggest fan slash hardest critic. So I call yeah, That's good. Yeah, it's yeah. My mom's like your dad. Like yeah. everything I say, oh, how do you know that? You're brilliant. You're just, and I'm like, Thank you, mom. So I go to my mom for that. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. It's perfect. And, no, and honestly, in business, we need those relationships too. You need the guy that's going to give you the words of affirmation and tell you that you're amazing. And then you need the person that's going to say, that's great, but we're not there yet. Or throw that idea out the window immediately and never think about it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, before this call, as we were prepping to, to get on here and, and everything you were, you were so, you, you were so like, yeah, you know, humor, I don't have a lot of humor, but the fact is you do have humor because you have a personality, like we've been laughing and having fun. And to me, that's, that's the idea. You try something, you test it, it doesn't work. You go, eh. so, so how are you kind of just testing things? And then when it doesn't work out, how are you bringing the levity to it, the fun to it, the humor to you know, it? Even as you're saying, we've been laughing this whole call, which we have been, I find myself laughing at myself sometimes. <laughs> you know, I made some some very interesting decisions in the last year or so. And I think a lot of us- I did. love how you put that. I've made some very interesting decisions. You and me both. <laughs> interesting decisions. And I, I could look back at those and say, oh, I'm so disappointed in myself or I should have done this differently. Instead, I just laugh. And I just say, wow, this is really funny. Um, and I'm, I'm going to make a different decision moving forward. And yeah. the decision that I'm going to make now is going to be learning from that situation and moving forward. I find myself laughing at myself all the time. Yeah. And I, I think that that's where you get to, you know, have a little fun and add a little humor. Because honestly, I don't think there's anything that we can see right now that we can't laugh. I mean, you can laugh at everything right now because it's either I'm laughing at it because I'm, I'm frustrated and this is a joke, or I'm laughing at it because genuinely like, like, this is funny. And so for me, it's been, don't be afraid to laugh at myself, avoid crying and being, you know, disappointed, just laugh it off and learn from it. Well, and, and, and I think that attitude also comes from having a group of people around you that when there are disappointments, you, you have a support system that isn't going to criticize you for your failure. If, if we want to call it a failure, it, it you know, yeah. it, it is, I mean, but, but it's because you have that circle of people, we can laugh at ourselves and we can get on the phone with somebody and they can laugh with us. And like, because it is, it, it's, it's, I always say, sometimes it's simply putting a smile on right. and, and it just sort of changes your, your physical this, which changes your mental process. Right. And Hey, if we can't laugh at ourselves, um, it's, it's a rough, it's a rough road, especially if you're entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Right. As entrepreneurs, I mean, think about it. People laughed at that title 10 years ago. If you said you were an entrepreneur, they thought, you know, 
you're doing something illegal, right? (laughs) You either got fired or you're doing something illegal for sure. You you don't really have a job. Like that title was laughable. And now the reality is like everyone's desiring to be an entrepreneur in their own right. And I remember listening to a podcast and this woman was talking about giving herself a high five in the mirror. I wish I I need to remember people's names better, but she's the woman who talks a lot about counting backwards, you know, count back from five. And she talked about giving a high five in the mirror. And I laughed at that idea. Like, this is ridiculous until I did it. I literally went into the mirror and high five myself. And I'm like, there was something in that I really enjoyed. And that started my day off really well. And so if I have to look at myself in the mirror and give myself some positive self-talk and, and say, you got this and be my own little cheerleader. Sometimes we need those moments. Yes. And honestly, like just gratitude as a whole, right? I remember mm. complaining about some things about the business when it was failing. And I, and I don't run from failure. I look at failure as an opportunity to learn and to grow. I used to think I'm not going to fail. I won't be one of those businesses that fails in five years. No way. Until you realize that you will get to where you really want to go when you embrace that failure and you pick up everything you were supposed to learn and you continue from there. And so when I look at people who were fighting for their lives or lost their lives during the pandemic or people who are just having really hard times, I look at the situation and just say, wow, my issue is so small compared to someone fighting for their life. So I'm not going to major on this very minor thing. I'm I'm going to embrace the failure. I'm going to pick up what I'm supposed to learn and I'm going to continue to move forward and bring some humor in it too. (laughs) Well, I I think that's a really good point. I I think it's, it's, you know, what we focus on is what we achieve. And so if you're focusing on that negative failure, then we're going to continue to fail. But when you say, okay, it's not working out. And I truly believe This is the time for everybody to be able to take an opportunity to reflect on your business and stop doing the things that aren't working and start doing some different things that are going to work because listen, everybody is changing and nobody is going to judge you for it. We we shifted. I mean, our business shifted. This is a, a constantly morphing opportunity right now. So so go for it and, and take Sarah's lead, make a shift if you need to, but notice Sarah stayed with what she, what was important for her and where she wanted to go. And, and quite frankly, Sarah, you got clearer as we started in the beginning on your purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Sarah, our time is up, but I <laughs> want to make sure, I mean, what is that last little bit that you want to leave with the listeners? I want to say, take a risk and whether that's taking a risk and reflecting on your business and pivoting where there needs to be, whether that's taking a risk and hiring a coach that you might think you can't afford and you can, whether that's taking a risk and finally starting that TikTok account and posting that first video. uh, I want to tell people that this is the year of taking a risk and those risks I find are very rewarding in the end. Yeah. Wow. That is such great advice. How do people uh, connect with you? I love that. So Sarah at identityamplified.com. Perfect way to get it connected to me straight to the source. (laughs) And go to my website, which we'll be launching soon as we talked about this new transition. This is a beautiful landing page right now. And uh, my social media is S-D-O-T-O-L-E-A, which is S-Dot Olea. 
old name, an 11 year old has my actual name and I've been trying to bribe her for years. So <laughs> probably not 11 anymore. She's probably about 15 now. That's great. Well, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you, thank you so much for being my guest today. Always fun talking with you. And, you know, we, as, uh, as colleagues, we have some great things that we're doing collaboratively with, with yes. your business and, and another friend's business and, and Kaleidoscope Media Services. So we, we've got some great stuff together uh, in store for us for 2022. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This has been another episode of Heart, Hustle, and Humor. If you like this episode, which I know you will, you're going to share it with all your friends and subscribe. Until next time, dream higher. Are you a professional looking to take your business to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go to kaleidoscopemediaservices.com. Check it out. And if you feel you are ready, then set up a time to talk to me and my co-founder, Laura Neubauer. I'm your host, Dr. T. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends.